a No Direction Network production. Brought to you by Roll20.net. Played on the Roll20 virtual tabletop using their officially licensed War for the Crown Adventure Path digital conversion. With thanks to our patrons at patreon.com slash no direction. This is Adventurous. Live from PaizoCon. displays around. Plus one hand axe. Uh, a portable alchemist's lab. I'm taking that. <laughs> Plus one heavy steel shield. Ari, that's not quite up your alley, is it? Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Give that to the paladin. But no, friends. I'm a virtual <laughs> bravo paladin, and I can't use shields. Maybe right. you give it to the orc. Um, well, that is, that is racial profiling. <laughs> not all orcs use shields. I think it's half racial profiling. <laughs> uh, three potions of cure light wounds and a musty smelling potion of bolstering. I give that to our front lines, obviously. Everyone's been the front lines so and far. A potion of bolstering. These potions were carried by Lieutenant Galvex Martramo during the Sixth Army of Exploration and were left undrunk even as he slew his way through armies of the Gorilla King. Alright, knowledge history, tell me more. <laughs> this guy seems yeah, very important say, that to the plot. A wasted a 17 on that fake knowledge history roll. Ah. I don't even have knowledge history. Kathy, are you there? I'm here. Okay. okay. Did you want the shield? No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to take anything, actually. Okay. So we hand oh. this all to uh, Imis, Imistos? Uh, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, is anybody still injured? I was going to ask. I am. Uh, Malphian's silent companion. He, he is dressed very much like an uh, in, individual from overseas. Like, looks at you vaguely concerned, says something in a language you probably don't understand, and, like... Makes a like laying on hands motion towards you, and like looks at you questioningly. So this is from the other room. He's followed you in at this point. Okay. Oh, did they hear the sound of armor clattering and glass shattering, and were like, "What are these idiots up to?" <laughs> Basically. He's not saying anything. Uh, he's saying something in a language none of you speak. But nothing happens. Not to account. But he's he's basically Do motioning you towards your injuries. Want to touch me. <laughs> Yes, he's asking for consent. Uh, oh, yes, you may touch me. <laughs> so he gently lays a hand on your injury and heals three points of damage. That's all I needed, baby. Nice. Speaking of injuries, I go up to Karak. Uh, Karak, I trust you to be honest. Do these scars look tough? <laughs> or You have... Um... One scratch that looks like it'll be okay in a couple of days. So it does not look okay. Thank you. 
Uh, is any of these glass cabinets reflective enough that I can use as a mirror? Yes. All right, can I press the digitation some concealer onto <laughs> the beating I just took? Yes. Thank you. you. Can. All right, then I'm ready to go. <laughs> we all watch you do it. There oh, I offer tips to my audience then. The key is to make sure the magic is matching your skin tone in various lights. You don't want to look good in one light, walk into a different room, and then it's clear that you are covering something up. That is, the point of concealer is that it not only conceals what it's concealing, but that it conceals itself. Oh. That's deep, man. <laughs> you should start a YouTube Actually, it's superficial. <laughs> oh, Cynthia, uh, I'm sorry I hit you with the arm. I, I was aiming for the guy. <laughs> Other people I might hold a grudge, but there's just something so pleasant about you, I have to forgive you. Oh, thank you. Well, not thank you, because you did throw an arm at me, and that I don't, I'm not thanking you for. But um, thank you for apologizing for your incompetence. She saved us already a couple of times today, so... Yes, I know. I gave her her new title of Stupid Face Wall Monster Slayer. Well, it's long, but I'll take it. <laughs> So, uh, you've got two obvious doors here, or you can go back and rest. Yeah, I'm a little scared right now. I, um, I wonder, do, do we think that we should take a rest before moving forward? Uh, this is more well, strenuous than I thought. Yeah, we if have we move forward, food? I'm not going to be able to heal anybody. Um, we don't know who's looking for us down here, so we might need to make haste. Do we have food if we do rest? Are we not uh, moving one step closer to starving? You did have a lot of food in storage back in that yeah. um, back in the escape room complex. Uh, I thought it was several comfortable beds. Uh, the dry goods are fine. Oh, oh, okay. We also have an unlimited supply of ale. Yes, you also have an unlimited supply of ale. <laughs> Karak, I do not mean to insult your god, but we cannot live on ale alone. Uh, oh, I'd like a drink, though, if that's on offer. I, I take a mug off my hip, I fill it up, and I hand it right over. Thank you so much. And in fact, I will join you all fill up the other one. <laughs> okay. Well, if everyone needs a rest, maybe we should head back towards those beds? I, I think that's a wise decision, yes. Yes, before they are too far away, that is not convenient. Yeah, I, I, I'm down with this. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I got stabbed real bad today. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I as well. I, <laughs> I think we need to recover a little bit. As, uh, as we I'm walk back, go I wish back to, uh... to the bar that we saw. <laughs> as we walk like back, the, I wish uh, to the bar, and I'm gonna sit down and drink this beer. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't have to take the minis or okay, the figures yeah. all the way back there for. But as we go back Too out, late, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> delay, Scott, delay, hooray. No. Right. Harem's turn. Harem's going to say something. Ready, ready? Yes. As we go back, I want to make sure that I magically clean ourselves and make ourselves presentable for our inebious, glorious exit from this dungeon of horrors. <laughs> wow. Excellent work. Um, Lily? Yes? This is dry goods. Is there any way you could make some kind of rations out of them? Oh, my goodness. I was hoping you would ask. <laughs> you right, don't need so my permission. I, if you had this idea yourself, it will so help. I have, I have craft delicious food. <laughs> <laughs> and I did bring a set of cooking tools. I purchased a cook's kit. I would like to ply my trade. All right. 
Oh, we are in a feast. I like that you brought a cook's kit to a party. <laughs> because know you know how to party. You brought a skillet and a couple of spatulas, a giant I, knife. You know, sometimes at these parties the food is not good, so... Did you bring this kit, or was it missing from the kitchen you spent all day in? <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah. Hey, where'd you bring that magic ring from? <laughs> Ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toe ring. We can't see it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can take ten on your craft delicious food check, and produce okay. um, some decent quality rations out of the the supplies you've got. Okay, it's an eighteen. So. Ooh. All right. Yeah. So totally doesn't suck. And I don't put any poison in it. Ooh, that's very nice of you. <laughs> Were you winking? We can't see if you're winking, Lauren. <laughs> I just assume I she's winking. Yeah. I assume anytime she says she's not putting poison in something, that she's actually poisoning it. Yeah. And if I don't say anything, then that's also a good assumption. <laughs> yeah. So at all times, just poison. Yeah. <laughs> just, just assume it's a stomachache. You're fine. <laughs> Must be some chorizo. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, get a, take a night's rest, recover your spells, heal a bit. Uh, it seems like the night passes a lot faster than you would expect in these beds, mm-hmm. uh, and you're ready to go in no time. Do we really know it's tonight, though? No, no, no. So like, we lie down, we wake up refreshed, and we just have some sense that like that doesn't feel like eight hours. Yeah. Huh. Convenient. I'll, I'll brew two extracts this morning. Oh, uh, Glanville, did you ever figure out what was in that case? The, uh, what? what the what? magic weapon? Oh, mm-hmm. the fanciers of it? The weapon that was oh, in the case? Yes, oh, yes, that's the, the crossbow that... But did you, did you ever identify it? No. That's your thing, right? Let's study in magicking at it. Uh... Looks more historically sin- significant than uh, hmm. uh, arcanely okay. significant. Well, also an expert at long, boring histories. <laughs> <laughs> but not today. <laughs> you, can, you can take ten on this. It's, okay. Ten. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, there's a small inscription on it that bears the name General Garifine from the Seventh Army of Exploration. Uh, hmm. Relatively innocuous historical figure, except there is one famous story where he and his army, vastly outnumbered by Kelid foes during a blizzard, uh, he fired a single shot, almost completely blind from his crossbow, which, by pure happenstance, struck down the Kelid chief and completely broke their charge. What? And the army survived the day. After I... Tell that to our companions with the appropriate sound effects using ghost sound and sirenscape. Uh, <laughs> I hand it back to Lily, hoping that she can make better use of it. What was the name of the general? Oh, uh, General Garifine. Garifine. I also have knowledge history. I already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 
Uh, if we want to give Lily a crossbow, she's very snipey lately. Uh, what was that, Kathy? Maybe we should also read that letter. No, yeah, we should yeah. write the letter you were supposed to give Calbio. It's, it's yeah. too soon. Well, I take... <laughs> Is it, though? Who has it? Uh, I have it. All right. Then Lily doesn't get a book. <laughs> I open up the letter and then begin to read dramatically and with a heavy heart. So you break the wax seal. Inside, the letter is written somewhat clumsily, as if by a hand that's not used to writing. Aww. My boy, your mother and I are so damn proud of you and everything you've accomplished. Your apprenticeship was the greatest decision we ever made. Watching you grow into a fine man these last 30 years has been the greatest reward life could ever give me. I'm sorry to say that we've kept a secret from you, though. You always thought we tightened our belts to pay for your apprenticeship, and we did, but that was never quite enough. Eventually, we had to take a mortgage out on the farm, and the money you give us every time you sell a tapestry helps so much, but it's never been enough to quite repay the debt. Now that you're an important man, we hope you could help us settle this mortgage and help us keep the farm, or at least find space in your new life for, for two doddering old farmers who just love their son. I'm sorry we hid this from you for so long. We love you, Papa. Well, obviously we're going to help them. Yep. Yep, we definitely are. Vincenza is, like, sob crying. <laughs> Carol, Carol can put an arm around you as he also cries. I, I, I close the letter back up and magically reseal the wax. So you, you look over and you see, like, Malfine, like, very quickly wiping, wiping her eyes. Oh, man. You oh. melted her heart. I didn't know she had a heart. Imistos doesn't seem to understand who anybody's talking about. (laughs) Uh, Malfine, do you by any chance know where his parents live, where Calpio's family is from? I I am aware. He he lives in the prefecture next to mine. We talked about it at great length at the party. Oh, excellent. This is information we will need for later. It's fine. He's just some peasant. He doesn't want to look at anybody right now. Yeah. Well, only the living may mourn, and let's make sure that we remain amongst them. Alright, we gotta get out of here so we can help with everything. On that note, I'm gonna open this door. (laughs) Which door? Left or right? East or west? I am currently at the left door. Alright. You open the door to a host of creepy humanoid figures. Mannequins. Uh, <laughs> close the door. This room hosts a celebration frozen in time. Gaudy nobles crowd the corners of the room, all of which are dressed in ostentatious and pretentious fashions. Tremendous wigs soar to the ceiling, each covered in thick layers of dust. A large gaggle fills the center of the chamber, each each aristocrat preserving a jovial or mocking leer as it stares out blankly. One of the figures is sprawled on the floor, 
overlapping circles cut into its waxen chest and face. Uh. Guys, are these are these alive? Are these people? I think they're just wax figures. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, still disturbing, but not alive, I don't think. Do those carved circles look familiar? It kind of looks like the same symbols you saw back in the museum room and and back in the conference room. I wish yeah. I could carefully I sketch a copy of this into my journal. I, I tentatively touch one of them. Like, that. Is this a statue? <laughs> it it's kind of cold and stiff. Uh waxy? Aww. Uh can see. I actually do a heel check? I can also do a heel check. <laughs> uh Xavier, you do detect some magic in the room. Uh, do not touch anything until I can determine what kind of magic we are dealing with. So, you take ten on a heel check. Mm. <laughs> what you get? Ten. I got seventeen. <laughs> what? Seventeen. Uh, with a ten. Wow, these bodies are fresh. Uh, with a seventeen. These are exceptional wax figures. Yeah, these are just wax figures. So, uh, how many auras? Uh, you just pick up one aura. It looks like it's coming from one of the more reasonably sized wigs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one of those giant bombastic wigs. Just, no, you know, a no, modest wig. A modest wig. <laughs> a Saturday wig, not a Sunday wig. <laughs> it's not your going to town wig. Right. <laughs> uh, there's a wig that is magical. It would probably try to eat our heads, I think. Let me give it a closer examination. Yeah. Uh, what school is it? Collaboration. <laughs> uh, illusion. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Twenty-seven. Uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a hat of disguise. Oh, interesting. Oh. Just to try it out, I wish to make myself look like Xavier. <laughs> All right. Uh, you look like Xavier. Okay. He looks closer to Xavier. <laughs> There's only so much he can look like Xavier without being Xavier, and no one else is Xavier. Mm-hmm. Although, I may need you to roll a quick save for me. Okay. Oh. Oh. I hope looking like me was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> You've clearly become addicted. I um. Which one of the saves? Death save. Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> oh, we're playing second edition. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the other second edition, not the new second We'll save. Right. <laughs> that would be a seven. Ooh. Oh, and Will's even Can I see thing. your spell list real quick? Oh, of course. Oh. Uh, right now, uh, one of these is wrong. Told you not to just put on random hats. Nobody ever listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, Was that your impression of me? <laughs> no, 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 but his mother yeah, was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is what I found. Yeah. Hmm. I have color spray left and then large person left. Oh man. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And I also you have a have, terrible melee touch modifier. I also have prison education, but it's not showing. Uh let's see, since you're thinking about Xavier right now, you're gonna have to cast that on him. Oh. On me? <laughs> What's that? What, what is I'm that? The one that didn't want to touch things. Zombie, <laughs> <laughs> what what's your flat footed AC? Uh, low. <laughs> no, no, not. 14? How is that possible? 
Right. It is a 13 range touch. Does a 13 touch attack hit you? No, uh, 13 touch and flat foot it? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I have nothing to defend against. For two damage. So, Glenville, you suddenly find yourself standing like this, acid dripping from your fingertips. Xavier, how much damage? Two. Two damage. Okay, but... Glenville has just attacked you out of nowhere. What does it do to my skin? Uh, <laughs> it, it leaves a nasty little scar right here on your shoulder. Get up! <laughs> <laughs> the Xaviers are fighting! <laughs> Am I able to speak right now? Yes! Of course! Nothing's nothing's controlling you. You're perfectly fine. Oh, okay. Well, that's... I don't, I don't know why I, I did that. The wig! It is clearly the wig. You put on a magic wig and then you splash me with acid. How are you even questioning what that is? <laughs> <laughs> take it off. Take it off. <laughs> uh, do I want to take it off? <laughs> no, you don't want to take it off. Why would you take off this perfect wig? It's, 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 it's not the wig, obviously. The wig was just a very useful magic item that makes me look just like you. Alright, well can you show it to Vincenza? See if everyone See? can look like me. No, you don't want to show it to Vincenza. Why would you show it to Vincenza? Can I can I use my chair leg to just like flip it off his head? Kathy, the correct terminology is flip the wig. (laughs) Adam Dayable, can we help you? I'm just observing. Okay. (laughs) Why did you choose the creepiest way possible to observe? <laughs> For those of you listening at home, you've been invaded by a random Adam Daigle encounter. That's a CR3 Daigle. Oh, oh man. You're out-labeled, or out-leveled for this. You stay away from me with that chair leg. Man, you know what you should do if she's coming at you with a chair leg? I do. It's acid splash, isn't it? It's oh, definitely no. acid splash. Acid splash! <laughs> um, it's a four-touch. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. So yeah, yeah, he, he sprays acid again, coats one of the figures, which just melts down to a metal skeleton. Uh, is that what I look like? <laughs> Wait, did you say a skeleton? Metal Okay, okay, I'm afraid, okay. It wouldn't be Sorry. the first time something had a skeleton inside that shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was an appropriate response to me trying to save you from that wig. Uh, There's a very appropriate response for you trying to pummel me with a chair leg. No, I'm just trying to get that. They don't want you to be handsome. They think Xavier is the only one who should be handsome. I am allowed to be a good-looking senator as well. (laughs) Uh, You looked just fine before you looked like Xavier. Why do they lie to you like this? They're your friends. I clearly did not look as good as Zoggy. I want to leave the room for a minute and then cast Mage Hand where he hopefully can't hear me. <laughs> All right. Just because you look different from Zoggy did not mean you didn't look as good as Zoggy. Nonsense. Karak, what are you even saying? <laughs> Zombie, hey, please convince them that I do not look as good as you do. Karak, I'm sorry. You know I respect you and your intelligence, but that is the stupidest thing you have ever said. Do you, Malphine's like, do you, do you need me to go kick his butt or something? Uh, we'll call that plan C. Hey. <laughs> all right, uh, can I try and make hands off the wig? Uh, someone's pulling on your hair invisibly. What? No! Uh, the, the wig does not seem to want to come off. Oh, alright. The wig's not helping. <laughs> uh. Okay, can I just, um, grapple him and pin his arms to his side? I think it's plan C. 
Execute plan C. Give me a roll. Um, that is sixteen. Does that hit your CMD? Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, seventy. My CMD is nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've got Glanville pinned at this, or uh, grappled at this point. Just in a firm bear hug, I am not trying to harm you, I'm just holding you your arms down so you can't press and slash us. And at this I'm point, the at this point, the hair gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> and two lashes made out of ponytails. Okay. Swing out and miss you entirely, but seem to be acting without uh, Glanville's direction. See, Glanville, this is not normal. Unhand <laughs> me! <laughs> I deserve to be beautiful as well! <laughs> Beauty takes effort. <laughs> Alright, guys, someone get this off. <laughs> uh, you can pull it off and with a CMB check. I'm going to try and pull it off him as uh, Karak has his arms to his side. <laughs> That's so against a, him or the wind? It's a 10. That is just enough. So, with a certain amount of screaming from both Glanville and the wig, you manage to <laughs> rip it off. It hits the ground and shudders and hisses at you. Set it I stab on fire. it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm just gonna say you managed to all have hold or held actions against this. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the the animate hair is slain, and it seems to have a headband woven into it. That's the actual hat of disguise. Mm. I'm gonna let Glanville go. Glanville, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're okay. You've got some scratches around the hairline now. It was not. Is it, am I normal right now? Uh, you you feel normal. You never felt not normal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if that had kept up, there'd be hell to pay. Oh. That's no. zero out of five according to Dago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we, uh, we lost trivia last night. Oh. So, uh, okay, well... Clearly, the, uh, the, 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 the wig is uh, perfectly, you smashed it to pieces, right? Or stabbed or burned it. Yeah, while it's smoldering, I'm just going to put one of those wax statues on it. Kind of <laughs> fuse with the, just become a wax prison, basically, for the corpse of this hair monster. Right. I want to try to identify the hair monster. I um, wonder who would put that here. Knowledge planes, maybe? Uh, knowledge Arcana, I believe. Oh, okay. for oozes. I'm even mm. better at that. Yeah, uh, that's a seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. It's a an animate hair. It is living hair, or or hair that is severed from a a murderous person that still retains some of that intention. Or that stuff that collects in the drain in the shower. Or that, yeah. <laughs> 
That was an episode of The Simpsons. I was going to say, it's exactly like that episode. It's, it was an episode of Amazing Stories like 20 years before it was on The Simpsons. Wow. <laughs> well, I carefully explained to the others what the creature was and peel it away from the headband. Mm-hmm. And then uh, offer out the headband because I nope. suddenly have to not want to touch it again. No. Let's I'll take it. Now you know, Glenville, I hope that this is a lesson to you to not act without thinking everything through first. Vincenzo. 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 Yes? Are, are you hearing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vincenzo was quite right. It was rather rash of me to put on strange wigs in a dungeon. <laughs> I feel like we just need to cut to the episode's, like, moral at the very end. <laughs> like, remember, kids, don't put on strange wigs in a dungeon. I'll be the same uh, so where do you want to head from here? Do you want to search the room? Uh, that was the all the only magic, is that right? Yep, that was the only aura of magic. Okay, and there are no I'm really skeletons in these watch doors. <laughs> I'm gonna head towards the door on the left. I'll be behind you, but Vincenzo just keeps kicking things open. Yeah. <laughs> Vincenzo, just remember, if it looks creepy and dangerous, it is probably just a weird wax statue. But if it looks perfectly normal, the walls or the wigs are trying to be <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talbot. Okay. <laughs> I'll try and remember that. Alright, you open the door. Intricate banners hang motionless against a wooden pillar in the center of this room. Wooden racks line the south and west walls, each bearing a unique banner of its own. Two additional racks lie on the floor in the northeastern corner of the room, their flags pulled away and inked with dozens of circles. Two doors exit this room, one east, the other north. What's more of these circles, guys? I don't like these circles. Yeah, I'm starting to think that maybe they all have to do with something. Every room with a circle has had an animated something, correct? Uh, no, not the room with the, with the old wine in it. Uh, no, but that was near the walls that came alive. Yeah. Let me give these circles close. Were the, were the wall monsters trying to practice like magic or something? I think someone accidentally summoned the wall monsters, but your theory is also... No, your theory is terrible. Did you... No. <laughs> no, I'm saying something was animated by the circles, not that the animated things were... I, I thought... I, I do not even see what you were thinking. nonsense. <laughs> Am I able to use knowledge and ability to kind of figure out the families of the crests that have the circles drawn on them? Um, one of them is actually an old Kellet Nations flag. Another one is uh, an old uh, noble family. They don't really seem related to the... Like, historically, there's no connection between the two. Okay. What about visually? Could this be something an artist was practicing and just infatuated with symbols? Uh, artistically, they're they're a little rough. It seems like the math in them is getting a little better, for lack of a better, like word. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Pardon. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Not editing it up. 
Oh, this one's a real noodler, guys. I don't know anything about these circles, but I'm just going to keep opening doors. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you open the next door, we should thoroughly search this room. Yes, and we should all try and be in the same room at the same time in case all the wings break loose again. <laughs> I just don't want to be in here with these mannequins. <laughs> the mannequins cry a little bit. That's, that's why I don't want to be in here yeah. with them. Yeah. Cut to the uh, cut to this episode's moral, where we learned that you shouldn't discriminate against mannequins. Oh, <laughs> no, I think you should. What kind of feat is it to get a mannequin animal companion? Oh. I'll just start tracking along. I think you just buy one and get some roller skates. Perfect. <laughs> get a made of you, and then it'd be really familiar. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, are you searching? Yeah, she's kind of grumbling as she follows along. That's fine. Looking over some of the jewelry in here. So I guess perception checks. Uh, yeah. Uh. You can take ten on these okay. if you want. So seventeen. Uh, a lot of these flags just kind of crumble when you touch them. They are—they have clearly not been tended to for centuries. So, where are you from, going from here? You got wherever Vincenzo takes us. Two doors back in the room you just left, and then the one door here. I'm gonna continue in this kind of line and go to the door in the north of this room. Alright, it opens up into a bit of a hallway there. I'm more cautious this time and I peek around. Ah, well. Fool me once, wall monster, shame on me. (laughs) (laughs) You step outside and the hallway seems to extend just infinitely in both directions. Oh, that's natural. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm starting to feel despair. <laughs> we have uh, plenty of doors you haven't kicked down yet. I'm sure one of them will lead us out of here. Hey, Vincenza, just for fun, why don't you give me a will saving throw? Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, will, that's right. So, lol, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 16. Oh. You step outside, the, the halls seem to go on forever, your your head aches for a second, and, and the world seems to spin, but then on both sides the walls sort of snap back to a, a relatively finite length. You're not really sure what just hit you there, but you seem fine now. Is this a hangover? Is this a beer? <laughs> Is this from the one beer you had? <laughs> the is this big from the one beer I had? Uh, at this point, I assume since you're in the lead, you're carrying the lantern? Yes. Because otherwise I couldn't see. Ah. Or I could, I could cast light on anything that you want. <laughs> so that is as far as you can see in either direction down the hall. Oh. Cast light on my rapier blade. Yeah, I will. Light. Nice. Helping! That's <laughs> all I can do, cast light apparently. Ari, when you swing it, you gotta make like sounds. You know I will. <laughs> light right here. Okay, so, yeah, you've so got a door directly ahead of you. You can see another door over here to the east. Perfect. 
I open this door just to confirm that it is the door back to the uh, wax room. It is the door back to the wax room. Except now it smells of hair. I'm gonna make sure I follow her closely behind. Um, I am going to use my spatial awareness to assume that this door will lead to the room that would have been on the right-hand door of the wax room. No, oh, that's a lot of assumptions. Hey, listen. <laughs> well, come on the back. I'm doing my best out here. <laughs> it turns us really out of gas. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, you're making ass out of you an umption. Uh, <laughs> open the door. <laughs> 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 Alright, so where to from here? I don't want to see that part. I am going to open the door that uh, I'm currently standing in front of. Alright. Oh, wait, I don't have to make the sound effects anymore. <laughs> You hear some skittering noises somewhere, or from somewhere in the darkness, but uh, it's fine. Uh, uh, no, li- that's, that's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Lines of shelves fine. run from north to south. Glass windows, some with handles, others bearing locks, cover the front of shelves. Dozens of objects line, those, er, line these displays, resting on satin pillows behind the protective glass covers. Hmm. Oh, what do we got? Uh, uh, I heard noises, Vincenzo. Just please be careful. I'm sure it's just like a rat or something. Mm. <laughs> Could you make? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it. there's all kinds of weird little fun historical bits and bobs. Each one labeled with a little yellowing, decaying index card. Uh, just kind of like leaping through or walking through, you can see orc scarificators, kelid war drums, uh, ceremonial brevin scabbard. Uh, most of them look like they're, you know, in poor repair. The drums are are obviously falling apart. The scarificators rusted. Uh, yeah. With knowledge history, can we find anything particularly interesting, useful, or valuable? Uh, yeah. Looking through, it looks like there's a couple of things that are, like, historically significant and and still in good shape, and you see what looks like a little raven made out of pure silver. Oh, really? Do I have to unlock the case, or is it open? Uh, no, the cases are all locked. Detect magic? Can I... Hmm? Detect magic? Uh, there does seem to be some kind of alarm spell on the... Oh, okay. On the glass cases. And detect magic can't penetrate this much glass. Uh, oh, oh, you're detecting magic on the items. Yeah. Uh, the figurine does have an aura. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It seems to be the only thing in the room that has an aura besides the like the general alarm that's on the cases. Hmm. So there is an alarm, and there are a lot of animated creatures in here, so it's not like sounding the alarm will get the guards and they will be held. It will probably be, I don't know, the drums will attack us. <laughs> yeah. It does seem likely at this point. I would rather not have that 
But uh, that Silver Raven is magical. Uh, Glenville, you are a little better at figuring out what the purpose of a magic item is. Is it worth whatever setting off the alarm of the trap? Can I try to determine that? Uh, sure. Take 10 on the spellcraft check. What you got? Uh, 22. Mm. No, I 18. Uh, you can identify a... It's a silver raven figurine. I mean, in noble circles, they use these to send missives all the time. Uh, it animates and carries a letter to whoever you designate. Explain that. This would be, could be potentially quite useful, though not life-saving. Yeah. Oh, I've seen these. Is this one of those uh, one of those tweeters? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You use it when you use a bird to send a message. It's called tweeting. <laughs> uh, I the key to these locks may be somewhere. I think that if all else fails, we can come back here and set off the alarm. But there's no reason to do this right now. Now, guys, this is a very creepy place, but this does seem like someone's property. And I mean, we're taking a lot of their stuff, and I kind of don't mind if what we're taking is weapons, because we kind of needed them. But this is just like a prized possession. It's true. Well, I wish to... Uh, these, this property looks obviously abandoned, Vincenza. The uh, amount of time that must have been... Uh, spent for the wine to become this, uh, Talon Law does not... Uh, does not attribute uh, ownership to items that abandoned beyond a century. I mean, abandonment doesn't mean it doesn't belong to anyone. Maybe it belongs to someone who doesn't know that it belongs to them yet. <laughs> you mean like you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe someone's inherited all this stuff and they just don't know it. And we are all civilized people. We cannot just be smashing any glass to take whatever we want. We have to remind ourselves that we have a purpose here and some things are just not worth it. Well argued. <laughs> also, I mean... Are we still playing Pound Python? That's role-playing. I, I will smash and take whatever I want. No, I agree. That's lovely. I think it's fantastic. I agree. <laughs> I am leaving with that projector. That's right. <laughs> I said we'll be proud. Well, well that's that's that settled. I'm going to open this door. That sounds like a good plan. Uh, where are our noble friend? Well, noble. Oh, uh, ignoble. Yeah. Uh, looks like Malphine's been arguing with Imistos, but... Ah! But her, her foreign friend has been, like, kind of trailing along behind you a little ways. Okay. Well, they want to stay in the room full of wax statues. That's on them. <laughs> you get Feeling Imistos does not want to stay in the room full of glass statues. <laughs> or wax statues, sorry. So, speaking of creepy rooms. Oh, oh dear. Uh, Animals! <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill you. Oh my god, I can't wait till we start getting fan art. <laughs> um, I'm a snake. A fearsome winged beast poses ferociously on, er, in the southwest corner of this room. Two wolves stand in similar poses in the north, while an immense coiled serpent poises itself in the southwestern corner, ready to strike. A small elephant stands in the middle of the room, its head drooping far too low and the top of its neck torn open. Oh. Thick cords of rope hoist avian creatures of every size along the ceiling. 
with an impressive eagle taking up most of the space overhead. Well, uh, learning lessons from the last few runes. I tap my cane on the floor once and begin to take the magic. Uh, there does not seem to be any magical uh, magical auras in this room. Just good and normal creepy. That's that's, that's fine by me. Even Steve's line, but don't just put on the elephant's head or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I just make sure I use my light sword oh. and stab the elephant? <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, just to be sure, it seems to be a real elephant. Well, I mean, the outside at least. Inside, a bunch of sawdust dribbles out from your sword wound. Good news, guys, they're not real. I'm glad because I didn't want to fight that elephant. And as she says that, Uh the griffin in the corner lurches and creaks and clicks. And the wolves sort of raise and lower. And the serpent over in the corner. The serpent over in the corner's tail shakes. Even though you think that's probably some kind of constrictor, there is nonetheless a rattle. Let's just back out of the room and close the door. Let's just leave. Uh, that sounds like a fine idea. Yeah, let's go. Come on, back, back to the door. <laughs> okay, okay, I just wanted to learn a bit about animals. That is not how you learn about animals. <laughs> uh, just for the sake of Vincenza apparently having no fear, I am going to open this door. Hang on, hang on. So, you expose more of the hallway. And when you do, the griffin and you hear it clack onto the floor. So, give me some initiative checks. Uh, did we, when people have said they were leaving the room, did we get out? Uh, yes, you you have left at this point. Vincenza is stuck behind, or stuck behind, and uh... I've opened the door, though, correct? Yes, you have opened the door. Just run through and slide behind you. Where am I? Ah, right, right. Where's my? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do I have... Oh, I seem to have lost control. Ah, I've lost control of my life. Oh, do you need a minute? No. Okay, that works. That works. There we go, I think. We've got time for this combat, and then I think we're wrapping up. And to turn! All right, everybody, roll me some initiative checks. Oh, yeah. As you fight a clockwork griffin. That's pretty cool. Griffin time. Yeah. I'm intimidated, but that's cool. (laughs) So it's got clockwork mechanism sounds? Yes, clockwork mech. Do you have those? I do. Sirenscape has everything. (laughs) What a 
wonderful product. <laughs> I don't know if you contest noticed. that claim. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier. Uh, 17. Uh, Ari. Uh, sorry, Vincenza. 18. Ah. Karak. 15. Uh, Glenville. 7. Ooh. And Lily. 16. That is 80% of a really good roll. Or... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is that is 80% good rolls? Uh, anyway, uh, Vincenza. Why are you bringing math into it when it doesn't need to? <laughs> I don't I know. I'm deeply broken. I'm close up behind me. So, yeah, it clicks and clacks forward, little gears spinning, uh, feathers and, and sawdust kind of dribbling behind as it, uh, it eyeballs, eek, eyeballs, uh, Vincenza. Uh, what do you do? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I walk through my open door and I close it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, practical. Surprise! Okay. Happy practical. Xavier! <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm often the corner there. I'm barely aware of what's going on. Glanville, <laughs> what is happening? Because it sounds terrible. <laughs> um, it appears that the uh, large bird thing has come alive and is wishing to kill us. Can it fit through the door? Probably. Um, well, then we should probably stop it. <laughs> Or close the door. When it's my turn, I will be closing the door. <laughs> All right. Lily, uh, your turn. Total defense. Um, so, Randall looks like he's about to close the door, right? Yes. Uh, are they, can I push any of these shelves? Or, like, are any of these like, cabinets look like they're able to be pushed up against the door? Uh, yes, it looks like with a really good shove from your shoulder, you could topple one against the door. Okay. Karen, come help me with this. And then on Carrick's turn, I'm going to aid another to topple one of these as a well, character. you guys might want to wait for uh, Glanville to, you know, close the door and get out of the way. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good Would idea. appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Karak, are you going to assist in knocking over the shelves? Yeah. Uh, so we'll just wait for Glanville to... Mm-hmm. So Malphine's there, she sees you lining up, and she just kind of gives you a nod. Nice. Actually being useful for once. Uh, Glenville! Slamming the door and Slamming running. the door and getting out of the way. Alright. Everybody, give me strength checks. Yeah. Well, everybody is prepared to knock this over. That's a 17. I'm strong. Lily? Uh, uh... I have a six, which turns into a five. <laughs> <laughs> so Lily throws herself at the shelf and immediately bounces off. <laughs> so Karak, you and Malphine look at each other, roll your eyes, and then lean into the shelves, topple them against the wall, and alarm sounds throughout the entire room. Oh, Oh, what's worse than a clockwork ripping game? Oh, 
Everybody in that room, give me a reflex save. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> so, uh, take seven points of electricity damage as the floor just arcs with lightning. Seven? If you succeed at your reflex save, it is halved. I got a six or an eight if it's an enchantment electricity. <laughs> it's a very... Well, what, hmm? what was the DC for that? A DC 15. Uh, is, is the raven on the ground? Uh, we'll say the raven was in another case. Damn it. <laughs> that was my plan, and it failed. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, can't believe I fell for that. Damn it, Lily. <laughs> so, uh, Griffin's turn. Uh, the griffin hurls itself at the door. Ari, uh, what is your CMD? It is 16. All right. It's going to make a strength check. It slams against the door, and you feel it buckle back towards you for a second before finally slamming it shut and hearing a click. Uh... After Griffin, you hear it clicking and pacing on the other side, and after a moment, you notice smoke coming from the the room to the west. And probably some screams, because that's a lot. And, <laughs> and, and Bill is no does longer it smell screaming. Smell a little bit like barbecue. It can smell a little like barbecue. Yes. <laughs> Uh, after a few seconds, it sounds like the, the noises coming from the taxidermy room start to quiet. Uh, okay. how is everything? Gonna... Oh, I, I, after kind of slamming the door and dealing with that, I follow uh, my little buddy over here and head towards the, <laughs> the room to be like, where did everyone go? Uh, oh. they're, they're okay. They're a little, <laughs> hair sticking out everywhere. On the floor. <laughs> How's everybody feeling? Really bad. I'm once again staggered because of the combination of electricity damage and the little bit of acid I took earlier. <laughs> okay, you know I what, guys? No better let's, shape. let's meet up with Vincenza and I'm going to try to fix this up a little bit. Uh, the, uh, I have got to find where his name is written. Oh, we're so man. careful in that room, and we're going to leave it all alone. We're not going to bust the shelves in any way. Quick, push the mic! <laughs> now we're playing Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Joanne. Joanne. Uh, he's a. Uh, he's actually visiting from south of the Mwangi Expanse, okay. but speaks primarily Mwangi. Uh, apparently Malphine speaks a little Mwangi has been trans- and has been translating for him. Oh, that's but good. He's not silent, he's just, I don't speak Mwangi, so I haven't been trying to... <laughs> I don't think any uh, of us do, so... Yeah, yeah he, he prefers his holy symbol of Abadar and, like, makes gesticulations, like, trying okay, to make sure it's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I would like to heal everyone. Is that cool? 
We do that thing where you're yeah. talking to someone who doesn't speak your language, where you just speak your language slower and louder. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. no help at all to anybody. <laughs> and, and Melfine like translates, like he, he wants to heal you. He needs to heal me, please. So heal, everybody heal one point of damage. Oh, as he, I was expecting as healing. As he channels the conservative might of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least one foot out of the grave for me. Here's a lot of dice rolling. What's going on? So heal four more. Okay. Oh, Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Better. <laughs> so you hear a knock at the taxidermy door. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> well, you can't open that one because it's got a shelf on it. <laughs> All right. What's everybody else up to? Uh, so not all the glass is shattered, right? Uh, no, not all of it's shattered, but it looks like the alarm spell is dissipated. Okay. Oh, the whole oh. alarm spell is gone? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh. Well, before Lily goes to town on the rest of the glass, <laughs> I, uh, press the digitation, fix hair, hair, you know, whatever new scars I have as I'm discovering all the different energies in one combat. And then, yeah, I'm going to step out of the room, because the last thing I want is yeah. glass cuts. Yeah, I'm escaping to the hallway. I don't like this room. Uh, this is a stupid room. I, why did we even come to this room? I'm going to oh, conveniently wait, leave Lily alone in the room. I want to offer um, our kind healing friend um, some ale, if, if you would like it. Ah, he, he gesticulates a little bit, looks very happy. Nice. There you go. That's our thanks. Vincenza <laughs> <laughs> peeks into the room and kind of looks at everyone and goes... What did I miss? A huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> a huge mistake. Oh. Yeah. So, well, everyone looks fine now. So, um, safety. Should we try more doors? I only look fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the best you can do without a uh, without your you know three thousand gold boar's mm. hairbrush, <laughs> dire boar's hairbrush. <laughs> okay. I'm going to head towards the only door we haven't opened yet. Well, the hole keeps going in both directions. I know, but I can only see uh, one door. So, before you open way, that... I've handed, uh, sorry, I've handed the lantern back to Lily, as I now have a quote-unquote lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> I think you mean light rapier. Yes. Uh, a light rapier. And Lily, is it a safe bet that you are smashing windows? Uh, you know, I'm just gonna wait till everyone leaves. And, you know, whatever happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what dangers wait beyond the door? We will find out next time on Adventurous. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Ben. That's been a great pleasure. It was super fun. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I love this group. I love this campaign. I'm having so much fun. Me too. So, everybody, you have leveled up at this point. Woo! I wanted you to level up during your rest, but we didn't really have time to do that. Yes. Well, also live, so we won't. I won't make you rest to level up again. So... Yeah, so we'll just you be like, hey, you know what? I can do all this stuff, too. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't realize I could cast all these other greats. You know, let's go teach that griffin a lesson. <laughs> the adventure continues next week. No Direction Adventures is a production of the No Direction Network, found at nodirectionpodcast.com. 
Adventurous plays on the Roll20 virtual tabletop and uses the War for the Crown Adventure Path Roll20 products provided by and available at Roll20.net. Sirenscape provided our theme song and background music. Check them out at Sirenscape.com. And thank you once again to our loyal patrons. If you would like to know more, check out Patreon.com slash NoDirection.